0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Well, hello, Sarah. You are looking saucy. (laughs) Our audience can't see you, but you're looking very saucy this morning. (laughs) Oh, I'm
0: feeling very frisky today. Oh, frisky? What? (laughs) Hello.
1: (laughs) I think it's, hasn't it been the first day of spring? Is that what this is right now? Is this the first day of spring? I think we are. Oh, I think we are. good. No wonder you're frisky. Let's just claim it. Let's just say it is. It's the first day of spring, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it when feels- we're recording it, it's gonna be a little later when you guys yeah. hear this.
0: Yeah, it does feel very spring-like. We've had some mm. beautiful blue skies, lovely sunshine, start to get a bit warmer. You kind of feel oh. like you want to really. I-, I put a dress on yesterday. What? Yes, oh. I put a dress on. How was that like? It was lovely, actually. What? Did you actually um, shave
1: for that? Because, trust me, (laughs) uh, there's been no pruning over on this side for um, (laughs) months.
0: I don't need to prune anymore because I've had it all lasered off.
1: Oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. That is the gift that keeps giving.
0: It does save a lot of time. (gasps) Beautiful. I highly recommend it
1: now were you like one of the people I saw yesterday who was like it was a good 10 degrees celsius 50 degrees fahrenheit and I saw one lovely young lady soul out there crossing the road with her short skirt on but she had like a big jacket on on top <laughs> I could tell she was freezing but I loved her spirit no,
0: I were you had a, suffering? Um, no, I had a long maxi dress on and oh. I had a little denim jacket and um, oh. I also I went for afternoon tea yesterday so that's why I kind of oh spruced my myself up gosh. and I got dropped (gasps) off and picked up. So I was very, very (gasps) lucky yesterday.
1: (laughs) And you were inside. Yes. I'm (laughs) just, wow.
0: And we had a beautiful view right over the seafront and the castle. And the sun was just beautiful in the sky. Saw a friend that I hadn't seen since January. So it was just lovely.
1: (gasps) Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Yeah. And we're talking about like the average day in 2019. But now this just feels like luxury.
0: Yes. We still have you have your little time limit, two and a half hours. So we had to kind of gauge like oh, yeah. what time we'd ordered and mm-hmm. what time we needed to leave and get collected. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It was
1: good. Oh it's very God. nice maxi dress oh my gosh yes. i'm so looking forward to this yeah <gasps> beautiful beautiful bring on summer bring on summer <laughs> well so i was paddle boarding yesterday which was quite exciting oh, and i i know. haven't ha- had much time to paddle lake ontario so this was my last trip before i go back to new york uh it was gorgeous it was yeah 10 degrees celsius it was beautiful sunshine i did the whole of toronto island all the way around it was just stunning. And I actually was on my really? board at sunset, like the sun had gone down oh, and I finally got back to the gorgeous. beach. Gorgeous, Yeah. Gorgeous. It was, to be honest, like I didn't enjoy the sunset because it was, I was hitting a, a windy stretch. So I was very frustrated at that point. So <laughs> I was cursing and... To myself as I generally do on my board. <laughs> yeah. Just just because I uh I, I was in a, a tough spot wind-wise. But then by the time I got back to the beach, it was serene and nice. I just got to paddle in like a champ. Yeah. Yeah. It was Good. gorgeous. Nice yeah. work. Yeah. I am I can't move this morning. <laughs> <I> can't move. <laughs> but you I topped up so your soul sorry. yesterday. So that's matters. Oh, all I all topped up my soul. Absolutely. <laughs> So I realized how out of shape I am because it was a little bit windy, a little bit chop, just a bit choppy. And you just need more balance, right? Mm. But the problem is I've been so out of shape. I didn't even have the leg strength to balance. And I I, like (laughs) that was my signal that it's been a hard it's been a hard lockdown and I've been inactive.
0: (laughs) I'm hearing you. Seriously, I'm hearing you. (laughs) The, the clothes selection choice at the weekend was limited by, um, yeah, by my oh, extra lockdown pounds. Yeah. So yeah, I've decided I need to go on a health kick. Oh, good. It's got to happen. Yes. But in, <laughs> but in preparation for that, I've had a really naughty weekend. <laughs> oh, good. Because yeah. good. So, well, if I'm going to get healthy, I may as well be really naughty this weekend. Might as well,
1: might as well just completely get frisky. Yeah. As you said, totally frisky. <laughs> nice. All right. So, well, Miss Correspondent, how are things going at the Relationship Love Desk? Well,
0: so today <laughs> I do have some news Oh, from the Relationship Love Desk. So mm-hmm. I came across an article, which is COVID related, and um, it's all about the number of babies being born. Oh, tell me. Now, I would have thought there would be quite a lot of babies. I would have mm. thought we'd be in a bit of a baby boom, but apparently we're not. so the research says that in the u.s they're facing the biggest slump in uh, births in the century and parts of europe are in an even steeper decline wow so there's some major concerns over the birth levels wow
1: wow this is a mic drop moment (gasps) yeah now okay so the first thing that comes to mind is that as relationship coaches, we see how stressed out people are, and they're probably not having a lot of sex. Yeah, just gonna say it. Yeah. And I think it's just there's a lot of so populations, whether human or otherwise, they don't generally tend to reproduce if conditions are uncertain. They often tend to bide their time into sort of like, fairer times. Mm. And I, I wonder if people are just sort of holding off, because they don't know what the future holds.
0: Yeah, I think there could be that. I think the whole stress side of it, I think, has a big impact. Oh, gosh. People being uncertain about their jobs, their kind of financial future. You know, do you want to bring a child into the world if you can't afford to look after it and support it? People's, Mm -hmm. you know, wallets are being squeezed, aren't they, all the time with... Um, the changes in circumstances and just so many yeah. businesses having to close and, yeah. and fold because of the lockdown restrictions. Yeah. So I think yeah. there could be like a whole combination. But yeah. I genuinely thought people would just be getting frisky because they didn't have anything else to do when more babies would be born. But
1: I, I think that in the first month, I think, yeah. yeah. But I look, I'm the first to realize that this was no holiday intimacy-wise. And this mm. was really not something like... It was the rare person who is finding novelty with Mm. their partner sexually anyways. I, you know, it's been a really, really rough go for everyone. You know, we've offered some advice on this podcast, but it's been rough. Yeah. I think that data just really proves it.
0: Yeah. I did hear something a while ago about a street. I think it was in Cardiff. Can't quite remember the full details of the story, but literally in this street, every single house, they were pregnant. Oh. You know, within a few weeks of each other, they were all given birth. Wow. So they were clearly, they're clearly in a boom. The rest of us are all in a
1: bust. (laughs) Wales is getting their mojo on. Okay, good on you. Go for it. (laughs) That's hilarious. there you go. (laughs) Good news. Well, hey, here's the other thing that I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of women whose periods have become irregular in the last year, right? So they have underlying PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which, which is really common. It's just that when folks either gain maybe even 10 15 pounds and certainly stress it kicks off their ovulation meaning it just throws it right off and so i'm right. seeing a lot of folks who whose periods who have underlying pcos and their periods have, have become irregular and the thing is is that you while your periods are irregular it lessens your sort of yeah. your chances of getting pregnant so i don't know if that's happening as well a little bit of weight gain because of our sedentary lifestyle yeah. and stress yeah. is just really knocking our ovulation off
0: yeah I remember when I was trying to get pregnant with my first child and it took quite a while and we Mm. had to undergo tests and things like that. Mm. And I remember Mm. reading quite a lot of fertility books Mm. and the stuff that I read, I am astounded that the human race can even continue (laughs) because it is so bloody difficult to have a baby. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And the chances of it, you know, the sperm reaching the egg and fertilizing it and then being a viable uh baby yes. were so slim i yeah. am surprised that we have so many babies that are born that are a surprise because uh yeah it just seemed like it was impossible
1: yeah <laughs> and to be honest like in some circumstances it is absolutely way too easy to get pregnant in su- if in some circumstances and then others it's just so difficult yeah it's just wacky yeah.
0: My best advice, which did work for me, um, it was by uh, uh, Professor Robert Winston. He said Mm. his sister-in-law was struggling, and this guy deals with infidelity, that's his uh, speciality. His sister-in-law was struggling to get pregnant, and his advice to her was to have sex every day for a month. And that's what we did. And then my beautiful daughter was born nine months later.
1: Oh, beautiful.
0: But anybody out there struggling, that's my advice. It has worked. I shared it with others on many occasions.
1: Beautiful. If I may, I'm just going to throw another one in there. An old gynecologist who had a pack of llamas, he knew who he was talking about. I think it was the llamas that made him such an authority. He said, have sex every two days. Right. It strikes the balance between too much and yeah. too little sperm content in ejaculate. Yeah. And he said, screw the ovulation timers, just have sex every two days. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to offer that as an option, as a yeah. possible, uh, in fact, superior option to every day. But it worked for you. It did, i'm just yeah. amazed you could have sex every day for 30 days
0: where did kind of <laughs> that was <have> hard <laughs> as the month went on my obviously i was married at the time my husband was like really do we have to <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. robert winston says this is the only way to have a baby <laughs> yeah and so yeah we did it worked <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and for all those folks who are struggling you know get to your doc. It may be some simple things that we can kind of correct or, uh, you know, inform for you. Yeah.
0: And if you are struggling, I genuinely know how painful it is and how difficult it is. Mm. So, yeah, make sure you've got a strong support network around you. Don't suffer on your own. Do not. Because it's it's a tough gig. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's more common than you think. We don't talk about it, but it's more common, whether it's troubles conceiving, whether it's um, troubles with miscarriage. I mean, that it's actually so, so common. And sometimes it makes you feel really alone, but uh, reach out. Yeah
0: definitely mm-hmm. all right Ooh, all right we're warmed up oh we are are we ready for
1: a hot hot topic yes we are let's go
0: <laughs> so today we are talking about conflict styles
1: oh yeah all right yeah. sounds good Ooh.
0: so. Conflict is, we've talked a little bit about conflict I think on this show before Mm. and how Mm. as human beings we don't really like conflict and we see it as as something that's bad and often we can slip into these patterns don't we when we have conflict Mm. and we'll generally have a conflict style that we will uh, lean towards when we're in Mm. a situation I think. Mm hmm.
1: Sarah, can you go through the conflict styles? There's probably certain different models, but can you sort of go through the one that we're going to sort of frame our conversation on today?
0: Yeah. So today we're going to base it on five different um, conflict styles. So the five styles are accommodating or smoothing. So this is where we play down the conflict. So we really look to see harmony. We don't want to give it too much airtime. We minimize it the next one is avoidance or withdrawal so this is where we just Mm. pretend it's not even happening um, mm-hmm. so we move away mm-hmm. we step back we just kind of ignore that anything has even happened or that with that any kind of bad feeling has occurred mm-hmm. we've also got competition or authoritative command so this mm-hmm. is where we force a solution so we this is where you know it's my way or the highway I'm going to impose my view and you're going to do what I say so you end up with one dominant party
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then the other party has to kind of give in to that Mm -hmm. we've also got compromise so this is where there's a bit of kind of bargaining goes on so we we have to lose a little bit to gain a bit so Mm -hmm. we kind of compromise we kind of work out well what am I prepared to give in on and what Mm -hmm. is the other party prepared to give in on and so we can reach a kind of a happy medium Mm -hmm. and then the final style is collaboration so -hmm. this is where we really work together to we seek to own the problem together and we mm-hmm. seek to find a solution together and this is very much where you've got kind of more of a win-win mm. situation so both parties kind of feel like they've come out of it in a in the right way in a stronger way mm. so they're mm. the kind of
1: five styles do
0: you identify with any of those do you think i do Yes. I do.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think that I waffle. And the beautiful thing is like, I think I know the right answer. So the right answer for any relationship would be collaborating like a win-win. Yeah. You know, that's what that would yeah. be great. But I can certainly yeah. say that I'm I do not come to the table and a natural state in a win-win collaborating. No way. So yeah. I go either avoiding yeah. or competing. Right. Yeah. So avoiding is I just totally drop the importance of achieving the goal for myself yeah. and I just, you know, sit back and just let somebody else kind of have their agenda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All to avoid the discomfort of conflict. And the my only other setting is competing where I'm like, I'm out for blood. I want my my way or the highway, and I'm just gonna yeah. like fight tooth or nail to get it. And this is a product of my parents, you know, yeah. so with my one of my parents I had to sort of you know, avoiding, so sort of, you know, be the crawl under a rock sort of thing because it's just easier that way. Mm. And with other people, um, I'd have to sort of like compete. And so that definitely came from my childhood. This I thought was normal. I didn't even think I had a choice about conflict style. Yeah. What about your natural state?
0: Yeah, so for many years, um, I would be in the kind of avoidance or the accommodating. Mm. So the avoidance, the withdrawal, the just I'm gonna put like ostrich here, I'm gonna pretend nothing's happening. There's nothing to see here when we were younger, very much you kind of walked on eggshells, like around a problem. We never Mm. identified that a problem was going on. There'd be, it was very volatile environment that we lived in, so it was very, you'd have massive flare-ups and there would never be harmony. There was never a time when, Mm. or very rarely, a time Mm. when everybody was speaking to everybody. So there was a lot of there was a lot of conflict but it was never acknowledged mm-hmm. so we didn't acknowledge what was going on and mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it we didn't um share emotions or feelings or anything like that so it was just the next day you would just get up as if nothing had happened wow um, yeah which you look I look <sighs> back at our and I just yeah. think that is ludicrous it- <laughs> what a way to go on right yeah. but I took that Like took those lessons mm into relationships so Mm -hmm. I would avoid or I would play things down Mm -hmm. and I would very much be not acknowledge what had gone on I didn't know how to I didn't know how Mm -hmm. to have that conversation Mm -hmm. but I think that your styles can change over time Mm -hmm. I think it can change depending on who you're with as well so Mm -hmm. I've been very much in kind of a a relationship where it has been more volatile, and I've and it's then kind of triggered me. It's flicked that switch, and you go into mm. more of that competitive or that you see kind of a lot of anger, don't you? Where mm, you're yeah. kind of really fighting to get your, your to go, yeah. So, I kind of I have been in that mode before as well in yeah. a relationship. So, I think it does depend on it depends on what shaped you in terms of your experiences in the past but Mm -hmm. it also depends on the person that you're with and how they are like so you can react differently can't you against somebody in a different way because of the way that they are then with you so yeah I think there's a lot that goes into it but I like to think that now I'm definitely moving more towards the collaboration stage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not well just not having as many conflicts as well yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I think that all of them have – so the funny thing about these conflict styles is that these are really – so Sarah and I were trained at the same coach training program, IPEC. And the funny thing is, as we look at these five conflict styles, they all come back to a different energy level that we're yeah. sort of taught about in terms of like a different lens or a different perspective that you yeah. you actually have choice over in terms of how you show up in a, to a certain circumstance. Yeah. So what I'm seeing here is that I'll, I'll never actually want to ever be one – conflict style, because I can choose because all of them have their place. So collaborating, I think, is a safe place for when your partner is also a real collaborator. And I think if you're in a situation, though, where your partner is abusive in any way, uh, I think we're going to talk about narcissists really soon. You may have no traction to be a collaborator, you may have to get into competing mode or even avoiding mode. So Sometimes the way to deal with a narcissist is to gray rock and to to be sort of like blah, not very interesting, so that you don't sort of attract as much of attention. So or even compromise. Compromise might be a nice, you know, for times when in your relationship where, you know, collaboration is is not possible, where you mm-hmm. where there's maybe a lot of energy charge around a particular issue, you may yeah. just choose to compromise and say, yeah. I'm not gonna get a win out of this, I'm gonna sacrifice a little bit, but you know what? That's the best measure, the best approach for this situation right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I
0: and mean, it's a great point there that you're raising is that we do have a choice. And actually yeah. one, our default conflict style might not be appropriate in a certain setting or scenario. So yeah. but we do have yeah. that choice. We've got it within us. It's a it's within our gift to be able to choose how we show up in and and, yeah. and which style we want to adopt. But just yeah. knowing what they are and understanding more about them then helps you with that awareness. But I think often we do kind of slip into a certain pattern a certain yeah. style oh, and yeah. knowing kind of what that is and knowing if that's healthy or not can really yeah. help us when we face some of those challenging situations like yeah. I, I know for me when I was very much avoiding and withdrawing from things it's not a healthy state to be in oh, and gosh, in no. the long term it doesn't get you anywhere and um, no. it does cause problems. Yeah, And you will eventually the relationship will just deteriorate and break down so much because you're never working through those issues and those challenges that are coming up. You're not, yeah. you're not learning about each other. You're not growing from the experience. All you're doing is, is getting back into that same cycle over and yeah. over again.
1: Yeah. You're just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. And the thing about the avoidance style is that it doesn't like, so how I also see the avoidance style show up is in stonewalling. So a lot of folks have the experience of being stonewalled by their partner. And that seems it's it's one of the what the four horsemen, the Gottman Institute, four horsemen of a a nail in the coffin of your relationship. So stonewalling is really problematic, because to the person experiencing a a partner who is stonewalling them, it seems really aggressive. It's like, it feels like you don't matter enough. For me to even engage in a conversation, I'm just going to shut everything down. But for the person who is stonewalling, it comes from avoidance. I'm scared to bring this up. I'm scared of conflict. I think this is going to happen if I bring this up because this has happened before. You know, obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put my toe out because the last time I've done that in my home of origin, I have gotten in trouble. I've gotten blamed and I've gotten um, shamed. So... The avoiding is a really, really, really hard one because if you avoid and you shut down conversation, it can often bring out the competing conflict style from the partner because all they're doing, they're just trying to like amp up the volume to just get you to notice and react. And sometimes, sometimes this becomes all about just trying to get a reaction out of a partner. So you can really you can really see, like, it may be a curious question, what is my conflict style and what do I think at this point in time my partner's conflict style is? Yeah, And it can help you to see, like, how do these two things kind of knock up together?
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. It's interesting though. you mentioned the, um, the stonewalling. So mm. I was doing a little bit of reading before we came on this morning mm. and um, there's some research that suggests that 85% of marriages, the stonewaller will be the husband. Yes, And that lies in Mm -hmm. our biological makeup. So Mm -hmm. what they say is that actually a woman will find it a lot more easy to self-soothe and to bring themselves back down to a calm state Mm -hmm. when they've been in a stressful situation. Mm -hmm. Whereas a man finds it a lot harder to do that. So Mm -hmm. they said the cardiovascular system remains more reactive than a female Mm -hmm. and that males are a lot slower to recover from the stressful situation
1: so true
0: i just thought that was quite interesting really the kind of differences so you know because of that then you know men generally would um they would either kind of slip into this pattern of belligerence and contempt and really that competitive Mm. streak coming out or they would avoid and just completely withdraw and take themselves away from the situation yes so yeah i thought that was quite interesting
1: Oh, that is, that is completely. And the thing is, I mean, self soothing, but I'm like with our girlfriends, obviously, Like, we don't sit in a room and self soothe, we call our girlfriends that would have been going on from cave time. Like what do we used to do together? We used to raise our kids together and hang out in the cave together and chat about how shitty our dudes were while our dudes were out hunting. Yeah. So it is so true is that evolutionarily, men did not require to share their feelings. That was not what they were around for. They were the in a hunter gatherer sort of situation and if any anthropologist is listening in please email us and let us know if our (laughs) version of history is totally off but it is true and and for a man to actually learn how to have a different communication and conflict style it takes a lot of strength and a lot a lot of courage Mm. like a collaborative conflict style requires you to share your cards in your emotions
0: Yeah. yeah And it is that vulnerability. So I think where you Mm -hmm. see couples that handle conflict really, really well, it's because they are open, they're they're vulnerable with each other, they're prepared to share how they're feeling about the situation. You know, they're prepared to say things like, I'm terrified of losing you. I'm, you know, really fearful of our future. They're prepared to open up and say those things. The people that don't deal with conflict very well are the, you know, the opposite of that. Either they can't understand and process their own emotions to be able to have the discussion, so they haven't actually got in touch with their own emotional um, state and the feelings, they can't recognize them, they can't even name them, you know, that is one of the first steps I think is if you feel like you are in that situation where you really struggle with conflict you struggle to share your feelings and to express them I would start with having a, a list of feelings you can get I think there's a wheel mm. um, I'll try and find a link and put it in the show notes there's a, a an mm. emotion wheel that shows yeah. you the kind of emotions in the center and then spreads out to then show you the emotions within those emotions yeah. and it's really useful to, to sometimes just have something like that to yeah. look at to identify your feelings and then start to practice being vulnerable and sharing those with other people and you know if at first you can't share it with your partner as you say get on the phone have a chat with a friend first where Mm -hmm. it feels a bit safer it feels a bit more neutral but just practice getting those words out and having that conversation because it will help you when it comes to conflict and resolving conflict if you're able to just name what's going on and um and how things make you
1: feel oh completely Mm. And for those who follow the work of Brene Brown, this is all in the same lane. Yeah. And it sounds weird, but vulnerability is the key to happiness. Vulnerability and leaning in. And for some people in some relationships, that is actually not safe. Like, it's strictly not safe. So that's something, you know, that might be also a deal breaker is that if you say, you know, I'm absolutely not safe to be vulnerable with my emotions, oftentimes that means that you're in a situation with somebody with a personality disorder. So, you know, with a narcissist or something like that, that might be mm. a litmus test that if you do not feel safe in a certain relationship, yeah. if you really, really dig deep and you're not safe, there might be something else that needs to happen in that situation.
0: Yeah, yeah that definitely needs exploring.
1: Yeah, right on.
0: So, right, we're ready for a good fight now.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. I <laughs> so Now we know free- how to
0: fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think the the last thing that I would say is um often it's really easy when we're not in a stressful situation to be able to talk about these things. Yeah. When we're in it and in the midst of the <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> of the, the shit storm it's often very difficult yeah. to be this rational about it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so forgive yourself if you uh, kind of recognize all of this and you have oh, the best yeah. intentions. And then when the shit hits the fan, you uh, <laughs> you can't follow through. Like, be kind to yourself and forgive totally. yourself. It's hard work.
1: Oh, listen, and just ask my dude, because... <laughs> He'll be like, what? She's up on her mountaintop preaching about this stuff? Like, come to our house one day. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. I'm a disaster. I'm such a disaster. But I'll I'll tell you what, like, I'm just getting a bit better. We're both getting a a little bit better. My safe place is to retreat to what I know, right? So when things get... Or when I'm tired, right? Again, when we're not set up for success, when we're overly tired, when we're overly stressed at work, we are going to retreat back to the thing that is most comfortable, which is often dysfunctional. So again, give yourself a free pass. You can't be a hero every day.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Just try for sometimes.
0: Yeah. And never be afraid to apologize the next day, right? Yeah. You know, it's always okay to say... I uh-huh. realised that wasn't the best, <laughs> it wasn't my finest moment and yeah. I want to say sorry. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm not a great apologizer. I don't think. And so I want to encourage folks to try to do more because it, when you get more practice that it is, it's not as scary as you think.
0: Yeah, I think um, I, I'm right there with you. Um, I think I went through the majority of my marriage never saying sorry for anything that I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> oopsie <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh if <laughs> we were to have known what we know now <laughs> oh if that's only. life right if only, oh my yeah. gosh oh <laughs> the things that as I look back on situations I'm like man that could have gone so much better if I just had the maturity in them if I were the person that I am now then yeah. You know, yeah. but you know, what's funny is that what I realized is that the relationships that matter are the ones that have allowed me to come through all my bullshit, and they've actually stuck around and, and I've become a better person over the course of time and over learning and all the hard knocks and stuff. And so that person who stuck through the bad times is actually hopefully seeing more of the good. Yeah. I am in a hundred percent agreement with you on that. So Sarah and and I are a hot mess. Yeah, we're nodding away. Like, you know, we are not gurus on the mountaintop by any stretch. No. Yeah. Yeah, Our (laughs) poor dudes. Our poor dudes.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, hopefully that helps. Because like, yeah. I know that it's been a tricky time, it's been a tricky year, and I know that um, mm-hmm. people are genuinely struggling and the pressures are kind of mean that we've, you know, maybe experiencing more conflict and differences than we have before. So, yeah. yeah.
1: You know what I'm telling people, uh, yeah. patients actually, yeah. whether you've noticed some weight gain, whether you've noticed some inactivity, whether you've noticed dysfunctional conflict styles with your partner or that you're at this... So I acknowledge to say, look, it's been a really, really hard year. The enti- Any patient that I talk to and any client I've been talking to is a really is having a really rough time. But let's wipe the slate clean, take it easy on ourselves and say, look, the, at least in the northern hemisphere, the sun is coming. yeah. The warm is coming. The spring is now here. Yeah. And I want you to just forget all the crap that we've piled yeah. on over the last year. Why don't you, if you feel the mood to, whether it do something healthy or have a healthy conversation yeah let it not be bogged down by all the crap of our our year behind. just do something that that is healthy for you and it serves you serves other people and see what mm. it feels like yeah well said mm. the spring mm. is here it is new change
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: so do you think we should do a question i
1: think so Oh, let's. <laughs> it's about time <laughs>
0: This is a tricky number, Anna. Oof.
1: Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. This week's question—I I <laughs> feel for this. I tell you, this week's question is: My wife is six months pregnant, but I think she's cheated on me.
1: What should I do? Oh, oh my gosh, this sounds like a daytime TV show. But this—this this also sounds really, really realistic. Oh no. <laughs> okay, this is a hard one. Oh, oh, this is a
0: hard one, isn't it?
1: I think, no, not to get into the story of it, because as coaches, we don't we don't want to take your money by, you know, you know, having you really dwelling on the story. But I'm curious about what is making this person feel or believe that and I and I ask, I'd ask, are you concerned that this? baby is not yours i mean i'm just wondering and if that's the case right well it is a
0: bit of an elephant in the room isn't it because you are going to naturally come to that conclusion is the baby mine? like that is gonna that that thought is gonna come up isn't it
1: right so where would you go with us oh god
0: pass them on to somebody else
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're joking guys we are joking sarah's like she's got that gleam in her eyes she's like i got this
0: i got this i'm right there i'm there yeah yeah so yeah i think well i'd start with some questions around um kind of what makes you think this Mm. to be true like where Mm -hmm. does this come from Mm -hmm. how sure are you is it you know something that you definitely Mm -hmm. So he says, I think that she's cheated on me. Mm. How sure are you about that? So, kind of really just trying to gauge and mm-hmm. then understand, kind of, well, what does this mean for you? You know, explore, well, okay, mm. if she has, like, what does that mean? Because it is possible in a relationship to get beyond cheating. Mm-hmm. This is slightly more complex because there's a baby involved, and that, mm-hmm. as we say, that baby may or may not then be the husbands Mm -hmm. so there is a bit of complexity then around that but I think it's about exploring Mm. what does this mean to you what impact will it have kind of either way looking at the different scenarios mm, so really mm-hmm. just going through those different scenarios about what the possible outcomes might be
1: yeah and then yeah.
0: understanding helping to get that clarity of actually what does that mean because mm. you know we, we talked there just about conflict styles and difficult situations and challenges that we're facing a relationship and when we're in the midst of it mm. it's like having murky water I was having this conversation with a client this week mm. you if you imagine having in a a glass of water and it's got some dirt particles in Mm. it and when you stir it up you can't see through the water it's not clear at all Mm. and that's kind of how our minds are when we're Mm. in these stressful situations these challenges these difficulties where we just can't think clearly and Mm. in that we're we're not going to make decisions that are rational we're not going to take the time to really reflect and deeply understand what something means for us, we're mm. generally going to kind of uh, flip to a gut reaction that may or may not be the right thing, and mm-hmm. um, we may or may not regret it afterwards. Hence the conversations about saying sorry. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah. if we can let things settle and we we'll let the water just, you know, we we'll let the all the kind of murkiness just sink to the bottom, and we can mm. see the water clearly, then it, it can help us to make some more kind of rational decisions. So I think you know I would definitely get some support you know, this person should really get some support with yeah. dealing with this because it's really hard to stay objective when you're in the thick of it and yeah. you're so deeply affected by this. This is like a really, really tricky situation to be it in, is. isn't it?
1: Yeah. And I agree with you on on seeking help, no question. Mm. I also like the thought that you zipped right to, what is the worst case scenario of yeah. either option? Yes. Because even if there has been infidelity, okay, well, if there has been, what would that mean for you? Mm. Again, the work of like Essa Perel, who's like mating in captivity. She's like it's you know oftentimes an affair can be just the start of a relationship or a start yeah. of a new relationship together. But mm. if we step back though, focusing on the the word I think, yes. I'm curious about this person seeking help to start to look at their interpretation. So there yeah. had there's a behavioral pattern there have been things that have gone on, but when in in this couple, that's obviously meaning that this person feels that there, there's a lack of trust, they feel like maybe intimacy is gone, affection is gone, they see their partner is distracted, it's not like they were before, there's not the same love that there was before. And this person's interpretation is that they must be having an affair. And Mm. this is the reason, this is the thing that explains their behavior. So the curious thing is, you know, that's, one possible interpretation but there's many potential interpretations for why there seems to be have have been a lack or a, a loss of love in this partnership yeah and diving into that and and again this also sounds like these are two people not talking about what's going on or they may be talking about it but there may be one avoidant partner and one you know um person who's really like competing and and yeah. trying to sort of
0: get their position I'm seeing
1: an aggression Mm. there's like an aggressive and a passive partner there's like what's wrong you know what's going on you're not the same oh I don't know I don't know I'm sort of getting that and then so this person is like oh I think my partner's cheating on me
0: yeah Yeah. I think the most complicated
1: part is the pregnancy it is but does it have to be complicated like does it have to be more complicated I'm just playing devil's advocate here does it have to be more complicated
0: I kind of think that it is so like if you yeah. play out the scenario where you say, actually, yes, they are having an affair and the relationship's going to end or, you know, it's a non-negotiable, can't move back from that, there yeah. is then a baby. And, you know, you get into that whole co-parenting territory, which is is more complicated. Yeah.
1: It is. But if we think it's more complicated, doesn't that then feel like we don't have as much choice? Yes, Like, possibly. what if we were to see it as, look... Basically, this question, we're at a crossroads where we're we're determining our relationship, whether we have kids already. And this is another kid coming in, whether yeah. we don't have kids, whether we share a dog, whether we share a massive property or a business. Yeah. I seem to find that like the detail of what is in the mix of this question is is just detail, because at the end of the day is, has there been a break in trust? Has this broken our or not honored our values such mm. that I choose not to move forward with this if there has been infidelity, let's say? Yeah, And the deeper question is, we are not communicating well, and there seems to have been a loss of love.
0: Yeah. I think the other thing that comes up for me is that the husband feels really unsafe right now. Mm. And maybe some of that, their own kind of issues around feeling safe in the relationship, are then maybe leading to kind of, um, you know, different conclusions that they wouldn't be thinking if they were, if they did feel safe and secure in that relationship. Yeah. So I think that's the other thing that really kind of stands out for me.
1: Oh, yeah. So how would you coach this person in terms of getting more powerful information in the situation and powerfully making a decision for themselves?
0: Yeah, so I think it's some of those questions around um, where is it coming from? what Mm -hmm. do you know to be true Mm -hmm. you know is it just a suspicion kind of where where is it in in terms of understanding the the reality of of whether the you know she has cheated or she hasn't Mm -hmm. then if they're not certain because it sounds like they're not certain because i said i think Mm -hmm. how could they get more certainty Mm -hmm. one way or the other Mm -hmm. and then i think you know once we've got some more information around that and um Mm -hmm. have gathered some of that it's then moving on to okay well Now we've got certainty or we know something to be true, then Mm -hmm. what do you want to do with that? Like, what does that mean Mm -hmm. for you? What does it look like? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the options that you've got? So in any situation, we've always got five different options that we can base it on.
1: So what are those five options?
0: Yeah so in any situation we've always got five options that help us get back some of that control as you say. Mm-hmm. So the first one is just to remain a, a victim of the situation. So it's to sit there, it's to kind of just carry on kind of feeling like we have got no control and that everything that's happening around us. Mm-hmm. The second option we've got is just is to leave. So mm-hmm. you know that's an option mm-hmm. in this situation to say do you know what? I think that you've had an affair. I'm not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I don't want any part of this. So you can leave the relationship. Mm -hmm. You can accept it. So you can accept that it's happened and just acknowledge it and move on. Mm -hmm. You can change the situation. So you can look at, okay, well, what, what does this mean? So this is where we're talking Mm -hmm. about exploring it. You know, what, how could we change things? Like uh, what, how could we make this different? Mm -hmm. And then the The fifth one is to change your own perspective. So this is where we would use reframing Mm. to say what Mm. else could be going on. Um, Mm. And we start to, as you say, kind of look at some of those assumptions or or we look at how we feel about it and we try and change some of the perspective around that.
1: Mm, Makes sense. So let's say this person goes back to their partner, they have a series of conversations. And what if at the end of it, which I commonly see, they're no closer to having information because their partner's not giving them anything. Maybe they're saying, No, I don't know, giving them vague answers, refusing mm-hmm. to talk. And again, still, there may not have been infidelity, yeah. but the other person's not talking. So yeah. even if you've had no answers from your partner, which is commonly the reason why people feel stuck, is because their partner ain't saying anything. Yeah. And a lot of times people have to make a decision without any information from the other side. Yeah. So, how do you do that? It's the
0: same questions. So you run through yeah. those same five scenarios, it's no yeah. different. But really look at kind of who are you as a person and what do you want? Like mm. when we see issues with relationships, it's because we're not strong enough to actually look at our own needs, look at what yeah. we think is acceptable in a relationship, and then be strong. So we often avoid making a decision because we're scared of being alone. And we think yeah. that we won't meet anybody else. and But all of that yeah. is around your own lack of self-confidence and self-esteem. But if we believe in who we are and we believe that we're a good person, yeah. and yeah. because of that, we will attract love into our lives, we make a very different decision about what we tolerate and put up with.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Mm. And at the end of the day, if somebody, if the behaviors and the patterns in a relationship are such that you think that your partner is cheating on you, yeah then it means that something, there are values being broken and that you're not being respected or honored. So you actually have all the information you need Mm. right there. We often get into the story of like, who are you cheating with? Are you, you know, is there emotional cheating? Is there whatever? To be honest, it doesn't matter. The answers don't matter. Because if you don't feel like you're having the relationship, the type of relationship that you, once you dive down and realize you deserve, then you've got five options. Yeah. And and
0: what matters is, actually, am I happy? Are my needs fulfilled with this relationship? Does this Mm -hmm. relationship bring me joy? Mm -hmm. It's looking into the future, isn't it? Like, can I see a future with this person? Mm -hmm. You know, there's some of the the basics to really look at. Do I feel safe? Do I feel connected?
1: Yeah. I feel quite sad
0: for this person. Yeah, I know. It feels like there's a lot of heaviness to the question. and Whether it's true or it's not true, as you say that is just kind of part of the story. But there's clearly other things that are going on behind that question.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. But, you know, this person, you know, rather than worrying about like maybe breaking into their partner's phone and trying to find messages and stuff, mm-hmm. or trying to like hire a private detector or something, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, the sadness, the sadness for me is a feeling like, Maybe they don't know it yet, but that they've let themselves down, that they are not being respected. It's the sadness mm-hmm. of somebody who had hopes for a connected, intimate relationship, and yeah. they feel like there's been a rift. There's a sadness and a mourning for that. Yeah, And certainly they would they would really benefit to see how powerful they are and how deserving they are of something powerful, something really, really beautiful and moving yeah. as a relationship. That might yeah. be this relationship if there's a tune-up, Yeah, but it might... You know, might be another relationship if they decide that leaving is the option they need to take. Yeah, but yes, you have choice, and and even like remaining a victim is a choice too. If you yes. if you have have lost your job in COVID, right, and you think this is going on, but you're like, I don't have the bandwidth right now to deal with this, so I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be, I'm gonna remain the victim. I'm just gonna, yeah. and I don't have a lot of energy to start to reframe this. I don't so. I'm going to allow myself for the next three months yeah. to just feel really shitty about this. Yeah. And maybe in July, I might have a little bit of bandwidth to start to look at my different options. Yeah. That's In all choice.
0: situations, yeah, the, those options, they all have benefits. And yeah. and one of the benefits is around uh, recouping and yeah. um, building up your energy levels. It's about kind yeah. of taking the time to reflect on what you want and mm-hmm, not making mm-hmm. those sharp, quick decisions Yeah, yeah, that you might yeah. regret further down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Mm -hmm. weirdly, remaining a victim can actually be like what any of these choices can be uh, freeing. Yes. Putting you in the power seat.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think if we were to coach this person, I think there'd be a lot of TLC. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of TLC coming from us. Yeah, Yeah, because it's a really hard situation. It's not uncommon, but it's a really hard situation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
1: well, that was all. Well.
0: Best of luck. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Whichever way it goes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's hard because, like you know, and these can be some of the most critical, horrifying things can happen in relationship. But you know, funny enough, ten, fifteen years down the road, when that is in the past, and and yeah. you know, you've learned from it, and maybe you've another relas- you've welcomed another relationship in that is. Truly spectacular and healthy. Um, You'll often look back on that time and be like, oh, thank, thank, I'm glad that happened. I'm glad, isn't it weird? You know, you say, you know, somebody's partner is six months pregnant, but what if they had dodged a bullet? What if they were going to go into business together or get a massive property together? Or maybe it's their first kid, they've not had four kids. And maybe they'll look back and say, oh, thank gosh, you know, relatively early, the true nature of this relationship became known so I was yeah. able to make a choice it gave me information mm. whereas I might have just sat on this for years and now look at me I've gotten into a healthier relationship or whatnot yeah well that sounds like that sounds very helpful for the first day of spring yes <laughs> yeah oh that's really nice well so there's some links um will you post a, a link to the conflict styles in the show notes because it'd be great to yes
0: I will and I will try and find the um, emotion wheel as well and share that.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Okay, we can do it. Nice.
1: That. Well, that's a little bit of like food for thought for a yeah. week ahead. Yes. Yeah. Anything spectacular going on in Jersey about anything coming back online that's exciting? Or? They
0: are talking about opening the borders soon and moving to the traffic light system again in terms of isolation. Oh. oh yeah it'll be interesting to see what
1: happens Uh, so BBC is reporting that like for Britain they're like no holidays this summer and that seems pretty (laughs) devastating but it seems I I don't know what your thoughts are on that is that sort of talk of the town over there
0: I think yeah people are quite mixed I think there's a lot of people still really hesitant about travelling they're not really kind of they're thinking maybe going to the UK rather than further afield as they normally Mm -hmm. would there's hesitation still I think Hmm. it will be interesting to see what happens once because things are slowly we're in this kind of reconnection plan where Hmm. things are kind of slowly opening and and changing and we're allowed you know more freedom with the things that we'll do it'll be interesting to see what happens over the summer I think yeah there might be a lot of last minute bookings going on
1: yeah yeah well light at the end of the tunnel yes I'm feeling it it's yeah interesting times oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> well we're, we're here with you through it yeah we are mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well then till next week my lovely till next week yeah. have a good week ahead Thank you.
0: so that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. we hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.